And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse. Get that mug of Ilhan Omar off the big screen and get me back to the It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Thank you. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. If you don't shut up, I'm going to leave. I mean it. All Stop right, I'll it. Shut up. I'll shut up. Well, why does your little friend have to laugh so much? Because he's thinking that's... He's, I think he's seen a peacock fly. Can't it's wait really to tell neat. the seven-year-old that one tonight. They love that stuff. Gents, on Tuesday's pod, you read a listener email which posed a hypothetical. The author asked, if Jamie's dad this, uh, had defended himself and his family by shooting and killing Jake Patterson, would it have led to outrage from the far left for him killing a young man instead of trying to resolve the situation peacefully? Well, here's your answer. Last week, a woman in Chicago who has a concealed carry permit shot and killed a 19-year-old man who pulled a gun on her in an attempt to rob her. Zach Ford, an editor of the far-left website Think Progress, was upset that the woman had the audacity to defend herself and took to Twitter, stating, If she had let him rob her, even at gunpoint, both likely would have survived. Oh, my God. All right, so I did my homework. Wow. I went, I went to the Chicago Tribune to verify this. Of course, a woman with a concealed carry permit shot and killed a teen who tried to rob her at gunpoint Tuesday morning on the far south side, according to Chicago police. The 25-year-old woman was standing on a corner when the teen approached around 5.40 a.m. in the 500 block of West 103rd Street in the Fernwood neighborhood, police said. When the teen pulled out a gun, the woman grabbed her own and fired one shot, hitting the teen in the neck, police said. The teen ran off but was found a block away and taken to Christ Medical Center in Oak Lawn, where he was pronounced dead. The teen remained unidentified as of Tuesday evening, but an autopsy was scheduled for Wednesday, according to the Cook County medical examiner's office the woman is in no trouble with the authorities and here's what uh, the email alerted me to uh, according to Zach Ford, a woman must first determine the motives of her attacker before she has the right to defend herself. So this uh, crackpot website has on its staff or a contributor, this fellow named Zach Ford, who none of us have ever heard from and probably never will again, uh, uh, a 25-year-old woman, in, and this is from their website, a 25-year-old woman in Chicago defended herself against an armed attacker with her own legally concealed weapon. But according to Think Progress LB. GTQ editor Zach Ford. That's not how justice works. How does so? You have to tap that uh, thief on the shoulder and say, "Do you intend to kill me?" Because then I know whether I can shoot you or not. The penalty for the theft is not death, nor do we want it to be. Ford tweeted, "But this man was not killed for theft. He was killed for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon." Uh, I guess I'm not reading from their website. Uh, he was killed for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Only one person broke the law in this altercation, and it was not the female victim. It seems Ford is actually less interested in justice and more interested in shaming women who choose to legally defend themselves with firearms. Uh, it should be noted that this is not the first time Ford has taken a stand against female victims. Think Progress actively supports policies forcing women to share public bathrooms and showers with men who, for all uh, for all we know, are would-be muggers, would-be rapists. Uh, Ford has since deleted uh, the tweet uh, suggesting that uh, this woman should have allowed herself to be robbed 
and uh, is trying to backpedal because so much heat was uh, directed in his way. But well, the, good. But the initial emailer, uh, the email from Tom uh, Payne is correct. Uh, we would. That's a glimpse of what we would have seen if uh, Mr. Kloss had somehow managed to kill the devil rather than the devil kill him. Wow. Uh, you would have had outrage from Mysterians who apply their postmodern relativism to these things. And uh, because in the, in the postmodern uh, relative world of the Mysterians, there is no right and wrong. There is no right. It's just whatever you Truth feel. Truth just time. happens to be relative. And this fool, whoever this Zach Ford is, just a complete fool. Uh, he is literally suggesting that it was untoward of her, unfair of her, to have uh, defended herself. How can you get to that thinking in your in this country? And and remember, everything happens at that split second. And trying to find out what somebody's intent is, if they're uh, coming after you and they have a weapon. Already, that puts you on guard to no, say, gotta I got to do this before you do here's, this to me. And here's what should bother uh, people more. It's, this Zach character, he's putting that out there to be outrageous. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, put this to the masses. It's the people that actually believe that. Those that are out there that say, oh, he has he an sh- audience he's speaking That's to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Those are the people that we should really be terrified of. Oh, absolutely. Because they truly believe that she should not have defended herself in that regard. Uh, yeah. And that is... That's something. Wow. Uh, there's many out there that uh, that would doom us and uh, think progress, whatever the hell that is. I hope to God I never have to look at that website again. Uh, they're, they're, they're dedicated to the idea that uh, I, I'm going to go out on a limb. Here we go. I'm going to go out on a limb. Bring it out. And suggest that possibly the would-be robber was a young black male. I, okay. I don't know. Maybe that's factoring into the thing. And, and maybe the 25-year-old woman was white, although at 5.40 a.m. in that neighborhood, that's a very brave uh, white woman or black woman to be standing alone on a street Any corner. female out there, yeah, correct. Yeah. Right. So uh, maybe it's a woman who lives in that area, and precisely because of the area she lives in, she took the time and consideration to get a permit, learn how to use a weapon, and carried it with her so she could protect her own life in a very volatile uh, part of Chicago. Knowing full well that she has to be up early, maybe for a job. Mm-hmm. She's going to the early waitress, or maybe she's a secretary somewhere, or a, whatever the case may be. And she's got to be out there waiting for a ride or just walking to her car. Did you guys see the new Holcomb cartoon? Uh, Greg Holcomb, uh, our artist in residence. I have not yet. He's taking on Reavers. It's a beauty. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, boy, boy. You know, there's just not much going on in the cartoon bubble above okay. Reavers. Okay, head. I can't wait it's now. Just a blank screen. Just a bit blank screen. <laughs> a blank cloud. As, oh, no. as Reavers tries to figure out his new year, right? Yeah, something like that. Resolutions. Resolutions. Yeah. Uh, Boy, and then hit another home run. Holcomb thinks that maybe Reber should introduce a new beer called Attention Deficit Disorder IPA. Yeah. ADA IPA. <laughs> yeah, ADA IPA. It's just fantastic. He is, uh, well, we do have one of the only illustrated uh, podcasts, probably the only illustrated podcast. I think so. Uh, in and, the, he, and, uh, and by the way, everyone's fair game. That's what I love about Holcomb. Yeah. He's willing to go after Well, he's anybody. already gotten me, as Oh, he? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here comes the cartoon that Rookie has yet to see. We're bringing it up on the big screen. By the way, Patrick Royce joining us today, as he is wont to do Garage on Logic, Friday. GarageLogic.com, you click on Features, and then the scroll down, you go to the GL Comics page. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Look at what's in the cartoon bubble. <laughs> that's fantastic. It's nothing. blank. Nothing. It's completely <laughs> blank. <laughs> ADA IPA. 
Yeah, that one's pretty good. We're lucky to have him. He's our own artist in residence, Greg Holcomb. Pat? Yes, sir. It's <laughs> a technical yes. miracle. You know what the play... How are uh, how you doing today, Lauren and Freddie? You doing pretty good? <laughs> well, we're sitting next to each other. Right next, next to each other, yeah. shoulder to shoulder. Oh. It's pretty good. I keep trying to inch farther away. You know what, Pat? <laughs> Every time he says something that I feel is very conservative and right wing, I just rub yeah. my thigh a little bit closer to his knee. Just... <laughs> Pat. Tell him you agree with him. <laughs> yes, yes, just letting him know I agree. Pat. Yes. Headline in the Star Tribune this morning. Final four right. price tag hits $10 million. NCAA does not reimburse preparation costs, meaning taxpayers foot the bill for the final yes. four. But the, uh, what they, what's pointed out in there is that they, you know, for the stadium, the stadium itself only spent like 700000 of their own money for the Super Bowl. Right. But we did have the corporations raise $50 million to give to the NFL for free stuff. So, right. It was, so it's the NCAA, the stadium's got to do everything and pay for it themselves. The Super Bowl, the NFL was embarrassed enough to actually cut a little check for some of the in-stadium but they also got $50 million worth of free money from the corporations locally. So. Well, there's an extraordinary yeah, but, amount of money required to uh, use blackout curtains in the stadium, about yeah, $5 million. $5.7 million. And, Joe, by the way, this is uh, for the uh, basically for the Saturday afternoon game. What time will it get dark on uh, April the 3rd or 4th? Oh, uh, you're getting around 6.37-ish, yeah. Yeah, so the day game. So we got to spend five point seven million on curtains, so there's no glare when the uh, when the uh, early game is uh, spent. And they claim that that was always in the deal, and uh, that I don't know if they ever publicized it, but they thought they could get it done for two million. Have you seen the amount of glass in that place? Yes, I have. Two million. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Seven. Uh, they're lucky it didn't cost more than that. Did you walk down to your pool to check out the talent? Yes, I'm on the way. I'm about halfway there. I had to stop and rest up. Uh, there should be some 75 year old bathing beauties up there. I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, Pat, the uh, the Wild are not a very good hockey club. They lost three you know to nothing what? last night to a team that came in here having lost twelve straight. And 12 let me finish. Great, the duck. Can't how finish. has Randy Carlisle, that grumpy old son of a gun, kept his job there through a twelve game losing streak? I wonder. How about you know, Parisi? They, brought, they fired him, brought in Boudreaux, then they fired Boudreaux, brought back Carlisle. How about but, Parisi with eleven shots, no goals? Eleven shots, no goals. Well, here's the worst news. Among the attendees last night was eight-year-old Luke Dillon. Yep. I believe this is now his sixth or seventh game that he's seen the Wild play. Mm-hmm. Not only have they never won, they've been shut out six times. Holy mackerel. They're going to start putting his photo up on the <laughs> gates and yeah. not letting him enter. Yeah. He's going to be like a terrorist. They're not going to let him in there, that poor kid. 
Pat, he not only never sees them win, he never sees them score a goal. He hasn't heard the horn. <laughs> no, he doesn't know. He has not heard the horn. Hey, Pat, your uh, your guy Greenlay had an all timer last night. By the way, I hear you. Uh, you uh, went off on him on Twitter. I know that. Uh, was, three uh, minutes. He to... was trying to defend the four uh, zero loss to a team that lost twelve in a row. The three, the 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 third period. There's three minutes to go in the game. He says, "Well, you know, Anaheim's got a goalie that can steal one on the road." <laughs> yeah, I'll say they do. Holy cow. Those boys, boys have no zip in their giddy up. No. They have, they've had some nice road wins. They can't win. They have some unbelievable clunkers at home. Man, a lot. The Timberwolves can't win. They got humiliated the other night in Philadelphia. 149 points. They gave up, I think, they gave up 83 points. I think it was the second most and a half in NBA history. Man, are we a lousy sports market. We are a bad sports market. We really How about are. the Gophers? Yeah. They were playing an 0-5 Illinois team, and they got beat by 27. Did your father watch that one, Reavers? I got a call around halftime that said, what the bleep are they doing? And I said, Dad, <laughs> turn the TV off. This isn't going to yeah, be a good night. No, Not going to help you. It is, uh, it is amazing that they... Uh, they went to Illinois in football against a terrible Illinois team and got, uh, gave up 680 yards or something, and then they go down there in basketball, and they get humiliated, too. So, Pat, I, I based, on, uh, based on some research, I'm terribly disappointed. What? The weather in Kansas City Sunday is going to be about 35 degrees with partial sun, which won't make any difference because they're going to play at 5.40 p.m. I thought that they said last week they were saying it was going to be like 6. Nope. Thirty-three. The weather, the weather forecast changed. Okay, I went and looked little, at the. Uh, I thought it was supposed to be a little nippy back home this weekend. Uh, it's very nippy back home, but uh, about thirty-three in Kansas City with not much wind, and uh, I'm terribly disappointed. I was hoping hey, for a blizzard. Hey, you've had a pretty good. You've had a pretty good uh, uh, NFL playoffs so far. You've had snow. You've had yep. rain. You've yep. had howling winds. Yep. I mean, it's been pretty. It's been pretty good, but we got no shot at New Orleans either because they play indoors, so it no, doesn't make no, any difference what it's doing there. there. You and I were there. Uh, but you were there for the playoff. Uh, the, no, you weren't for the uh, Super Bowl. Were you there for the Super Bowl when the big storm was back in Minnesota when McMahon was there and he mooned the helicopter and all <laughs> for that one? Was this the were one? You there for that one? Was the one played in Tulane Stadium? Was it? No. No, the last one played in Tulane Stadium was the uh, Vikings. Uh, that, that was the Vikings one where I asked Bruce Bennett if he had a fingernail clippers. Well, I, I, there Bruce, was a Super Bowl Bruce in didn't New- have Bruce didn't have his arms ended at his elbows, so that was, but I was hung over. There was a Super Bowl <laughs> in New Orleans that I went to. Uh, here's how times have changed. The Tribune had its own jet. And yeah. we had a blizzard here, and I had the deluxe Ford Pinto station wagon <laughs> that was frozen to the garage floor. I had to rock it back and forth to free it from bare concrete to try to get to the airport. That was the Pinto where you wouldn't let them put anything in it, right? Oh, Nothing. I had a heavy-duty battery and a deluxe AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> and it was school bus orange. And they were very upset that you wouldn't let them rust-proof. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to touch that baby. I want to keep her completely original. Worst car I ever <laughs> owned in my life. Yeah, well, I uh, I got to go with uh, that uh, Ford Fairlane, that yellow Ford Fairlane I had. That uh, If you were driving at night and the lights were on too long, you had to pull over because they'd, they'd overheat and go off. 
It made for a long commute. <laughs> Are you warming up down there? Huh? Are oh, you gorgeous, gorgeous today? Yeah, because yeah. it's been it, cool. It was a little, little cold for a couple of days, but I mean, cool for a couple of days. But it's the last couple of days have been just fine. Is anybody over at that ballpark playing catch? Yeah, or there's a whole mob of people. They got all these youths in here, these pitching uh, clinics, and all the rehab guys. A lot of their young phenoms are roaming around. So. Mm-hmm. Are we done signing yeah. people, sir? I got a hunch they'll sign another starter, don't you? I, I hope I think so. I sign think, a starter. Yeah. I, they've done okay. I think their offseason's I mean, been okay. I do, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are complaining. But they spend more than I thought. The original rumor they were going to spend nothing. But I actually, everybody complains about the cheap Polad. I heard Jim Polad was the guy that told him to spend some money. Anyway, the Nelson Cruz will be, uh, it'll be good for him, though. That'll, that'll, he's going to help him with these, uh, the uh, young nucleus of his team. I met a good kid yesterday, this Wander Javier. Yeah. He's, uh, they gave him more money than they gave Sano. Uh, tall, lean kid, shortstop. He missed last season after having a shoulder surgery on his non-throwing hand, but uh, a real uh, sharp kid. And uh, he's from the Dominican, but on the other side of the mountains over there. And uh, nice kid. So he's gonna, uh, you know, he's he's gonna make some progress here this year. He's a big prospect. They gave him four million bucks. Doesn't the key to doesn't the key to everything? Everyone still has to wonder. Buxton, Sano. And Sano. Yep, it does. It does. And Sano's supposedly in pretty good shape yeah. by his standard. He's under 270, so that's about the best you can hope for. <laughs> he's better under than 270. 300. Better <laughs> than 300. That's true. And he's got that steel leg, so what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you like having that copper in your leg. Right. I don't know if he's going to. He was here uh, in uh, before Christmas for a while, but not. Uh, you didn't see that video of that home run he hit in uh, Dominican, though, did you? He no. played a couple games in that league. Yeah. Hit it from, hit it from where you are to uh, the Ford Bridge. That was, uh, he mashed it. Nothing's going to top sure. your guy Willens, though, going down on one knee. Oh, no, no oh. on one knee and looking on the, <laughs> and rested on the bat to see if it stayed fair foul. I heard him today. I was over at the office and they, they were, Talking about when various players were alive, and I was arrive, and I was eavesdropping to look for Willens' date because I think I'll meet him at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite of all time. Let's get He's back to it. Kansas City. Uh, I like Kansas uh, yes. City over New England. I see the kid beating Brady. Well, I think that Kansas City is better than they are, but. The pucker factor is going to be much greater for the Chiefs than it's going to be for the Patriots because uh, they're trying to get back to a Super Bowl for the first time since uh, you know when, baby. 74? Uh, 69. 69. Right? Yeah. 69, 70 against the Twins. I mean, against the Vikings, the uh, first Viking Super Bowl loss. Right. The one that we couldn't believe. And uh, they've had some terrible losses in playoff games. Yeah, I agree. I think they should win. I hope they win. But uh, you you believe in the magic of the kid. I don't blame you, man. He is something. I he love watching good. him. I've gotten to the point now where I, I – that's as much football as I've watched all year as I made it a point to try to watch Kansas City if he they were fun. on. Yeah, is that, that fun? Side arm, we talked about it, I think, uh, the other day. That side armor he threw was unbelievable. I think he's to the yeah. NFL what Gretzky was to the NHL. I think he's introducing a completely different game to these people. Yeah, 
Could be. Yeah. Is mom local, by the way? Somebody asked that. Uh, Mahomes. Uh, no, 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 she's not. I think she's a Texas gal. I she saw is. a great in fact, picture. In fact, I saw a story about how he went back to Texas, left the twins, and went back to Texas to be there for the delivery of a baby with his girlfriend, who was Patrick Mahomes. He hadn't married her yet. Got well, it. there's a great picture of Patrick Mahomes, his wife, holding the little guy in the Metrodome that I was made aware oh, of. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the kid did. Uh, he pet hung around a lot, long enough that uh, they all remember the kid running around like a little monster when he was age three in the in the clubhouse. And, you know, LaTroy Hawkins is his godfather, too. So well, he, he played. Well apparently he was a very good shortstop. Is that correct, the kid? Could have been because yeah, he, yeah. he said he, he was, and a hell of, and of a good basketball. Well, he he attributes his ability to do some of these strange sideways no look passes to the way he yes. would have to throw a ball to second base. Yeah, and overall, he might not be a better athlete than his father. His father was a fantastic basketball player mm-hmm. and a very good football player mm-hmm. at, at, at the same high school that uh, Patrick went to. You know, one more thing about that game, Pat. I think it was your guy Shaughnessy that had the great note. The Patriots, Joe, they're they're unveiling these everyone doubted us t-shirts in quotes oh, God. and they've and Shaughnessy goes well that's fine you've been favored in every game this season <laughs> Great. Great. yeah that's I can't remember I can never remember the team but I remember after a final four a team that went into the NCAA tournament not only is the number one seed but the number one rated team in the AP poll for about the last three months and uh, at the end one of the players said nobody gave us a chance <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, like Patrick. Duke. Thank you. All right, gentlemen. Patrick, I'll, uh, I'll say hello to everybody at the pool. All right, I've got a, a non-sports-related question for you. Yes. Uh, have you ever seen a peacock fly? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's off his meds. Try today. that one at the pool today, okay? Okay. Okay. Right. Bye, Bye, Patrick. <laughs> Can I ask you something? <laughs> No, I, I, Pat thought it was pretty cool. Not, Unlike you, he's seen a peacock no, fly, no. which he just confessed. <laughs> look, look, can, uh, I, need to, I need to ask you a question. Oh, yes. Okay. I was doing a pretty serious riff on Ilhan Omar. Yes. And it was good stuff. Matt, be quiet. And you couldn't help yourself. Suddenly, for no reason whatsoever, you start telling all these second grade jokes. Now, we're, now, here, I'm not done with okay. the question. Yes. Now we're doing a segment with Patrick, and for some reason, you decided to keep your mouth closed, which was I'm grateful. I know. You appreciate that. You kept that. really nice and quiet until the very end, and then you asked had to ask him the peacock question. And uh, I, I think it worked during the Patrick segment. It didn't work to uh, to throw that into my Ilhan Omar commentary. No, you know what, because that's, that's called a callback. And uh, when a comic <laughs> like me calls <laughs> You and you, you think you're calling yourself yeah, a comic? I, this is uh, I'm in the industry. Oh, this is entertainment. Uh, anything to stay in show business. All right, goodbye. Yeah. Bosch Logic ninety eight. Yeah, that's why the pull down. What do you got, Braz? Oh man! 
my gosh. Since it's Joke Friday. It's not. And the floodgates are completely opened up. uh, No, I've got other things I need to discuss. We're not doing your elementary school humor. Penny Youngman routine is really hitting it hard right now. I just wanted to to replace something (laughs) for the uh, garage logicians that are still with us and are so loyal. three. uh, About Pat telling a joke. Uh, Yeah, he rarely does. You remember this? I saw they. I saw them tweet out a picture of the show today, though. Yep, Doogie was with them. Oh boy! And when the photo was sent out, Doogie wasn't talking. That was one of the big upsets. <laughs> that's not, that's not possible. That was, uh, <laughs> that's not possible. Upset, right? Some <laughs> kind of scoop. Quite the uh, I, uh, shocking upset. I hate to uh, pull you away from this fascinating topic, but I just tried the paint joke on my son, mm-hmm. sixteen. Mm-hmm. Right away, answered right away. <laughs> Did blue, he really? blue paint. <laughs> really? Blue paint. He knew. <laughs> Because all paint smells the same. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was confused. Yeah, that's probably because he's been told it in a high, uh, right. you know, yeah. in school. It's uh, the people he runs away with, mm-hmm. you know, this 16-year-old. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm calling. I'm calling it. I'm calling on the way home tonight and try to but I, don't think, I think you need to. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think you didn't have to write it down on a piece of paper. Yes, I think I you should be able to remember that. <laughs> did you write the joke down or did just you blue call? paint? I just wrote blue paint. Uh, and that'll help you. Enough. That'll help me. Yeah. What I'd like to joke. see is you looking for that stupid piece of paper in one of your 20 pockets. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, get, Hold get on. The, get the redhead over. What's your <laughs> name again? <laughs> you want a mine or what? Are you just here for the pool? What's going as on? I'm, uh, driving, uh, as I'm driving along, people will think I'm playing Pokemon. Kid, I got this question for you. Yes. What? <laughs> what? It's upside down. How do? Yeah, my, let me put my glasses on. Hey, don't run away. Hang on. How does blue paint smell like red paint? Because it's blue. <laughs> See you later. Kid. Get out of here. Go. Get out of here, kids. Go, uh, me. Why does it smell the same? Is that the joke? I don't get it. Maybe I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many jokes I tell a year? Oh. Like three. That's right. <laughs> oh. Are you a good joke teller? No. He is not really. Why? Why? Because no. you want to get to the point? Because he's a bad waiter. <laughs> you <are>. you <laughs> the patience. Yeah. You know, Joe can tell a joke and say, and the guy's on the course, and he's sitting there, and he's telling, you know, and, and kind of paint a little picture. Royce, halfway through, he just gives up and throws in the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> Does he ever tell one here? Oh, or was that it? Kenny, you going to the soccer game tonight? Yeah, I'm going to be there. I've got front I like, row Kenny, I like ones about Jewish guys, and you can't tell those in polite company anymore. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like, are you comfortable? Muhammad, I make a nice, make a nice living. <laughs> like Muhammad asking... Sid, what's the difference between a Jew and a canoe? I can't tell that joke, so no, uh, you can't tell it. So, what good does it do? Can't tell it Probably in public. Best. Two two guys go down in the garment district in New York. Yes. No, a guy went down. He got hit by a car. Another came up to him and said, "Here, I'll put my I'll put my coat under your head while we wait for the ambulance. Are you comfortable?" He says, "I'm making nice living." <laughs> You know what, Roycey, you were right. This is the worst Should show we be on done now. <laughs> hey, hey, Billy, come over here. I wrote this one on, too. There's a guy that makes clothes out in New York. He, he, uh, he tripped on the... The guy tripped him, so he's laying down, and he's comfortable. And the guy says, I'm just trying to make a living. No, I don't... I maybe I wrote this one on I told you it was worth it. You remember the uh, oh. Paul? We've uh, we've now power washed Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing that? I'm just giving him a sign. Oh, okay. Well, uh, our friend Bill Steinway's in yes. from up in Aiken, 
As Dutch hopefully was out deep sea fishing, I hope I may humbly fill in. No, the Bemidji statues of Paul and Babe were never in Brainerd. I must admit they were the first Bunyan statues in the state, but in comparison to the Brainerd, Paul, and Babe, they are decidedly ding-ding. Mm. There has always been a friendly rival- rivalry between Bemidji and Brainerd, both to attract tourists and claim to be the home of Paul and Babe. Our Brainerd, Paul, and Babe used to reside in Paul Bunyan land, the site of the present Cole store and Bill's gun range. Mom and Dad would bring their urchins in, and someone would ask the kids' names, and lo and behold, the massive seated lumberjack would welcome them by name. Yes. I, I did that with my kids, and I used I to I remember have. that. A huge, well-done statue of Babe stood next to Paul. Now they reside south of town in the This Old Farm in Paul Bunyan land. Alas, Babe is exposed to the storms and tips over at least once a summer. <laughs> As for the Indian nation being offended by the Bunyan legend, my Indian friends pride themselves on passing down their ancient legends involving beavers, wolves, bear, turtles, and deer, explaining how the universe works. You mentioned Seamus McNulty shooting up Rice Park. I confronted him years ago. He was the Vulcan that had the gun taken away. Okay, yes. So, Seamus, Such keeps talking about you shooting up Rice Park. What's the story? Reluctantly. Seamus said, well, (laughs) due to my military training at St. Thomas Academy, they trusted me with the Vulcan pistol. They were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) One more item. Thank you, Billy. By the way, aren't they doing Hockey Day? Isn't Hockey Day in Bemidji? Hockey Day you were talking about, in Bemidji. I don't know where yeah. it is. Wait, is it this weekend? I think it is, isn't it? I'm going to find it's out. It's going to be very cold. You recall, we were all wondering uh, about the mom uh, who uh, was so casually driving that, oh, yes. that appeared to be unaware that a child fell out of the back seat of her car, yep. still trapped to the infant carrier seat. Mm-hmm. She's now been charged. I saw that. Uh, the mother of a toddler who fell from a moving vehicle Monday did not have a driver's license and had not properly secured the car seat, according to a misdemeanor charge filed Thursday. Malmuna Kunal Hassan, 40, of Mankato, was charged by Blue Earth County District Court with gross misdemeanor child endangerment, misdemeanor license permit violation, and petty misdemeanor child passenger restraint system violation. Man, we got a lot of laws, don't we? Mm-hmm. Hassan's two-year-old daughter was strapped into her car seat Monday morning when she fell onto the roadway on Minnesota Street outside the down outside downtown Mankato, outside the downtown Mankato High V grocery store. There we go. Witnesses tended to the uninjured toddler and called nine one one, while Hassan did not immediately stop. Hassan returned to the scene after police had arrived. She had parked her vehicle down the street and walked back with another child. Hassan was crying and upset and hugged her toddler, according to the charge document. Uh, Through a translator, God, she can't even speak Mm. English. Through a translator, Hassan told police officers her daughter was secure. Used to come here because you wanted to become an American. Now you come here because you want to live in America. Through a translator, Hassan told police officers her daughter was secured in the back seat, but must have unlocked herself before she fell out of the uh, car. N- Not no, buying it. No. Well, but this mother clearly doesn't know she's on foot or horseback. Uh, we don't know no, that. Well, no, no, stop. She's lying. Yeah. The child was never fat. A, ch- a child cannot unhook themselves Not a in the car seat from behind where they're supposed Not to be two. fastened. An officer stopped Hassan's car and found there was no restraint system to secure the car seat to the back seat. The Jesus. 2004 Honda Civic was, com- was compatible with a latching system required to, to secure car seats. What? 
So no, okay, wait she, a she just had the detachable part on the back seat. She didn't have the old four Civic. In other words, had a means to secure the baby seat, and she just failed to. Well, do it that. would be a it would be a seatbelt. How I know how they work. Well, no, but, there, but there's a stationary have... piece that that was not right. That's what I'm base, getting from this. The base. Yeah. Hassan does not have a driver's license. She has oh. an instructional permit, but there was not another adult in the vehicle as required at the time of the incident. A trucker with a dash-mounted camera happened to be behind the car and caught the moment on video. That was that Chad Mark. Chad Amak. Good Samaritan. That's been, you know how many times that's been viewed? Because it went viral. Super viral. 1.2 million times. Wow. If there was no dash cam video, she would not have been charged. Yeah, but... Nope, she would not have been charged if there wasn't video evidence of this child falling out of the I guess vehicle. I was trying to I guess I was trying to link the presence of a dash cam video to the survival of the child. There really wasn't any, was there? No, the child was just the, lucky the, that the they guy landed. who had the dash Good cam bounce. video would have stopped with or without a dash cam. Whether video. or not, but yeah. yeah, exactly. He yeah. would have stopped either way. But if there wasn't video evidence of this happening, this woman would never have been charged. I guarantee it. Wow. While a car seat mishap caught on video is novel, improper seat installation is not uncommon. A national traffic, I'm sorry, a National Highway Traffic Safety Administration study found six in ten car seats are not installed correctly. Wow. Where's hockey day this year? Bemidji. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yep. It is tomorrow. Uh, Do we have the schedule? Uh, The schedule for 2019. Uh, We do not have the schedule. I think I can find out. It's not important. No, it's not. But what a great tradition. I'm just looking over the previous years, and they seem to be picking all sorts of different high school. They need to get the girls on this uh, docket as well. They do. You Um, know, when we we were discussing yesterday the power washing of Babe the Blue Ox and Paul Bunyan, I submitted to you, uh, knuckleheads, that how long before the legendary characters in the Winter Carnival are somehow to be found uh, insensitive or... Uh, racist or what have you, and our chief offside correspondent Kelsey sent me a picture uh, of uh, what's Jenner's name now? Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yes. Look at this picture he sent, and he said, he said, meet the 2020 Winter Carnival oh. King, Queen, and Klondike Kate. Might as well kill all three birds with one stone. <laughs> all right, here's your lineup: Andover versus Minnetonka for boys high school hockey. Minnesota State, go Mavs, versus Bemidji State, women's college hockey. Ohio State versus Minnesota Duluth in women's college hockey. Greenway versus Bemidji, boys high school hockey. Western Michigan versus St. Cloud State in men's college hockey. And then your wild take on the jacket at the XL Energy Center. Wow. And look, we'll get them, boys. Look oh, at, one uh, more note. Look who's featured here, ironically enough. On the uh, NHL.com Hockey Day Minnesota Oh, welcome to Hockey Day Minnesota, Bemidji 2019. Uh, It's a Fox North uh, advertisement, and it's a great uh, picture of Babe and Paul. I wonder if if they've uh, uh, touched up the paint. Hey, don't forget. Don't forget. What was your other item? The the blood moon, super moon, total lunar eclipse Sunday night. The blood moon? Is it a blood Blood. Uh, this one's going to be particularly good, said Rice University astrophysicist Patrick Hardigan. It not only is going to be a supermoon and a total eclipse, but the total eclipse also lasts pretty long, about an hour. Turn How can I screw this up? There's the bo- a blood moon. 
Super Blood Wolf Moon. Blood. Blood. When and where to see it? Let's see. In the sky. Look up. All you got to do is look up. Uh, All right. Thanks, GLers. Yeah, love you. What was it, 81 in the books? That was. uh, 81 is in the books, bruh. 81 is in the books. And you heard about that peacock? Still not like 100. Have you really not seen a peacock fly? I have. It's really cool. Like All right, hey, uh, a little in-house meeting here. Moron. Check out garagelogic.com. Greg Holcomb has captured, captured Chris Reavers and the things that are going on in his complex mind. So check it all out. Go to garagelogic.com. Click on the features icon. There's a drop-down where you can see what's on Joe's bookshelf, and you can also oh. check in. Yeah, the, uh, check the. I'm reading a book called Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine. And I've, it's on the author's corner all page. It's really strange. It's really interesting. Eleanor? Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. All right. The story of a very strange, iconoclastic, Scottish young woman. It's just very interesting. Check it out at garagelogic.com. See you next time.